What's up, everyone? Welcome to the BWAMS podcast. This is episode 48. And my name is Richie Marufa. I'll be your host. We're coming to you from Power at the Pass here in El Paso, Texas. And we got a dope guest today for episode 48. We just recently celebrated an art show here at the studio. I'm going to uh, let him introduce himself. Right now, we have Jose Montaya in the house. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Jose Montoya, and um, I'm happy to be here at uh, El Poder del Paso, right? Power at the Pass. Damn. So, Whoa, I never heard it like that. <laughs> well, that's what that's what it is, though, it's right? Happen. It's El Poder del Paso. Yeah, that's that's. I'm very happy to be sitting here in your studio, Richie. Thank you for having me, and um, look forward to the uh, conversation that comes. Cool, and we also, of course, have the man. The, the man with the master plan, the Valentin Sandoval in the house. Uh, he's been on episode two, wow. six, 23. I don't know. He's really? guest hosted a couple, but he, his main focus was episode two. <laughs> that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah, we got three or four of them, right? And of course, this is a, a big space, you know, that, that he's helped influence, change, and mold into what it is over the years. Yeah. Along yeah. with the great Don Shapiro. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing where. Where, uh, you know, you have an open-minded businessman contrary to to the sort of general broad stroke we want to paint about the separation in the space between an artist and the business and person and the marketplace. And so, I, you know, I think it's a, a wonderful example, brick-and-mortar example of opening the doors and, and allowing creativity and... Um, Shows, you know, content as, creation yeah. and art and, and the studio really, really it's a marketing content creation, you know, factory, cultural factory. And and uh, one of the awesome things is is that it, you know, sort of happened and it's sort of it happened naturally out of out of focus and out of just attrition and consistency and bringing the right people in. And and, uh, you know, you go with the highs and lows and ultimately you ride the wave and it's been an awesome wave. And now we have this one of the amenities here is the podcast. And this is uh-huh. really cool. Yep. Sweet, man. Yeah. So Val's going to be on board helping us move along discussion. Fact check us. That's really important. And, and, and also on the show. See, also to talk about how the show even happened. Yeah, I know, right? Jesus, time The man knows my patterns, man. You know, I, <laughs> man, after you don't make him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and also talking about how Jose and I came to make this show happen. Let's do that. In yeah. fact, yeah. So I was gonna say. Uh, among the years, some of the great things that have happened have been some really excellent art shows. The most recent one, Chicano Existentialism. This, this river, river is, is of love. love. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this river is of love. So uh, let's go ahead. I, I did want to talk about this great title, by the way. I think it left many people wondering, yearning for perhaps. Uh, but tell us how that how this whole show came about, how you met, we chose the place, and, and of course the naming of the show. Okay, I, I'm going to let... Oh. Valentin say something first because he's the one who reached out to me. So I'll let him explain why he reached out to me. Okay. There you go. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. I, I uh, We had a show here. I forgot what show it was. I think it might have been the Catherine Smith Project that they had. And, or or one of the one of the shows we had. We've had a lot of shows this year. And very grateful for that. It's really cool. And you were walking up or walking out of the space, and then you, you, you uh, kind of nudged me and said, "Hey, um, you know," I said, "Did you?" You asked me, "Did you ever go to Alamogordo High?" And <laughs> and that was just one of the, the, the last question I would have ever thought I'd been I would have been asked that night. <laughs> I, I could have th- I could think about a thousand questions that I would thought of you know in some sure. way shape or form. <laughs> right. You know, and, and then I hear this, I'm like, I I did. I was like 16. You know, I was I was leaving El Paso for. You know, the high schools just for, you know, troubled reasons of, you know, of a, of a, of a romantic and, an, and a narcissist and a chaotic, fucking crazy kid that was trying to find his path. And then I end up in Alamogordo, New Mexico for a semester. And we lived a few blocks away in a, I guess you can call it the hood, right? In Alamogordo. Hey, yeah. few, it was like. A half a block. <laughs> I was staying. I was staying in my one of my best friends that I so much so that I saw him more as family and his family. So I see him more as a primo, and and I went up there just because uh, I had to get away from El Paso for you know for uh, for uh, for at least a year, and so we I left up there and he was running a place called the uh, 
victory, victory outreach, outreach. Yeah, you know, the, 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 a, a Chicano <laughs> Christian, you know, that, of which I did a documentary on Freddie Garcia and Manfred okay. Garcia, you know, okay. in San Antonio. Nice. And a uh, really fascinating story, man. Like yeah, the, some supernatural stuff going on there in the, some way, shape, or form. The, the victory outreach is uh, heavy, man. Yeah, man. It, it, uh, they, I they, see it like as reformed, like or not, I mean, like you know, like they're reformist, yeah, yeah, like yeah. reformed cholos, I guess, yeah, yeah, right? Kind of sort of. You also had over in San Antonio, man. This Freddie Garcia, he was such a godfather. He had all these fucking chingones dressed up in suits like around him, and uh, this one black dude, about six foot six, legit, big, big ex football player, and uh, he was there for. Uh, he was an ex heroin junkie, and and and. Uh, Attic rather, and and Freddie and just really like put him under his wing there, and and he was like his bodyguard. He was, he was from Compton, you know. So it was cholos of a universal nature, you know. Mm. Uh, and 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 uh, and and, and <laughs> Ninfa tells tells me, hey Valentin, don't be fooled by the suits and the way they look. They're all a, they're all multiple felons, you know, like in a in a joking kind of manner, right? And uh -huh. and so I went to go stay up there with them, and that's where you you know where we I knew each other then. I I don't think we ever spoke. Uh -huh. But but we live two blocks, two three blocks away. Yeah, the, the head nod. Yeah, get to that. Just, <laughs> just acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. So um, so Valentin used to uh, live uh, two and a half blocks away from where I lived. Right, like the the my my mom's house where she still lives, and and. Um, my friend Imelda, who I still am in touch with, so I've known Imelda since kindergarten, right? <laughs> and she lived literally a half a block from where I remember Imelda. Yeah, oh, and, then, and I was able to make the connection with you, yeah. but I primarily remember her because she lives so close right. to yeah, us. she lived. And like, we like walk out at yeah. the same time. Yeah, there you go. Right, and yeah. so and so, uh, Imelda and I were 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 like homies man you know what I mean? yeah. and so like we grew up together and so uh and i and uh we remember just kind of wondering like who are these guys here like why are they here you know like <laughs> who are these outsiders you know like in this hood so we're wearing nirvana shirts yeah, and the patch so mode. they were that, that that's and that's one of the reasons why i remember them so well is because uh the way they dressed it was just so different than like you know, like what wow. you saw in Alamogordo. Left, yeah. left memory, written imprint for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and so he he asked me, I'm like, yeah. And then and then uh, so I I I love that. You know, that was really cool. Take back to my, you know, an important <laughs> part of my childhood or you know growth as a teenager to yeah, this thing. You know, I can so, see that. Yeah. So 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 I. Uh, so it was cool, and then and then I, I found out more about you, and then I know I actually who had referred you to me was uh, Carlos Fidel, yeah. you know uh, Espinosa, you know from Barrio Panther, uh, you know a colleague, yeah. a really talented yeah. writer, and he's helped how he's, he's helped my, my he's helped power the past with the with a book he's written a lot of that in some cases, and and uh, so he's uh, you know he he uh, told me about your work, and I checked you out on Instagram like everybody does now, right? You probe and you know and then you. <laughs> Walk the line of you know of you know of just investigation like what the fuck investigation you know, or, yeah or, you, know, you become CIA research you know, it's you know, research yeah, it's yeah, research R and D it's really more the research it's not the right. development well it right. can be too mm -hmm. but um. He told me about the work, and I started checking out like the artwork, and I, I I dug it. I really thought it was it was like unique in that it was also very universal and and not universal, but it's similar to a lot of the the styles that that are prevalent throughout southern New Mexico and and, and El Paso, and uh, you know a little bit of Juarez, and it's a different style and sensibility from what you get up in northern New Mexico and Albuquerque and and mm -hmm. and then you know a Santa Fe and, and you know. They're, they're all really elaborate and distinct in their own way. So I think that's what really drew me to your work is that you had that sensibility of of capturing the nuances and the mores of the ethos ultimately of the Chicano people. Right? Andale, thank you. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, well, thanks. Uh, that's, yeah, and, uh, uh, your work speaks that, a lot to that. And not even that, because you, in addition to that, you're also a great photographer. Ah, thank you. you I, I, uh, I like uh, your work. Uh, too. So I you appreciate can, that. You know, yeah. people... 
Didn't notice both right away on that. Yeah, and it, it comes yeah. across in the lighting yeah. and your your natural ga- grasp yeah. of chiaro scuro. You know, yeah. and your, I like the contrast. I like the uh, way you. Thank you. Cool. As a filmmaker, you know, really, I I, I can recognize. I, I I got I've gotten better indirectly as a result of having such creative, uh, uh, in some cases, geniuses in this place that have come and, and you know and graced it with their with their you know with their art and their creativity. So yeah. by default, it made me more of an impressionistic filmmaker. You know, I think that. That's what gives me a, and that's always what I've been indirectly in pursuit of when I'm more bold and confident in my work. I'll say that's directly what I've been in pursuit of, you know, and, and I saw that in your work. I saw the lighting I saw the, the nuances and the, and most of it is, is off of a color pencil, right? And, and pastel. Uh, that's pastel. pastel. It's all pastel. Yeah. It's like, all pastel. like the, the pencils that I have are pastels too. So. Yeah. So, but they, they look gotcha, like, gotcha. yeah, they look yeah. like a color yeah, pencil. Yeah, so. And the pastel. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that just comes across so beautifully you know and 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 you could tell it it, t- it took you time to do that so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know so so uh just just to kind of keep uh answer your question richie about uh how this started too was also how i got connected to uh barrio panther or carlos right was yeah. um <clears throat> so i had started doing um a lot of uh, markets and just doing prints and stuff, yeah. you know. And so I uh, met him. Oh God, it was like right before Christmas, so almost a year ago, at uh, Paulinas. Is that the name of the bar where they're in the Lower Valley? The Badlands. Yeah, right, right there. there. Yeah. Yeah. On North Loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. North that, Loop. That's where I grew up in the Marmolejo area, yeah. North Carolina. North okay. Loop. Yeah, yeah, it is Paulinas. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we, there was just a random show that uh, Nino Cat Alanis, she's a promoter. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. So, yes. so yeah, Kitty Cat is what she calls herself, and um, so she's like, "Come do this show tonight." So I went, you know, and then um, I did really well that night too, because you know, like. My art's also, uh, uh, you know, it's a hit or miss sometimes. Like, I think, I guess that's for all artists, right? Like, some mm-hmm. people like it, some people don't. And so, but that night, man, like, I was, like, among Chicanos, you know what I mean? Like, the, the crowd that was there that night. And uh, and, and I and I met Carlos that night. And so uh, he told me, hey, I'm doing a, a call for, for art, call for writing and all this stuff for, for Barrio Panther. So I checked it out. And uh, I submitted a bunch of shit. He's probably thinking like, "Oh, I'm sorry, can I cuss? <laughs> or is that okay?" No, we already had this. I already cussed three times. I, oh, okay, I, 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 I took note. He's already. Uh, his his, his channel's already muted. Last time I did sixteen, James <laughs> Jar. This a fucking pointed. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has a he has a jar that he's putting money in every time. Okay, okay, okay. So, it's beer money. All right, it's a bet. That, that, so that, 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 that it goes back to my. Um, you know my upbringing in Alamogordo, being right. a very good Catholic boy, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was it's, so reflexive. Right. Even uh, though yeah, yeah. you know, we've been talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, uh, yeah, man, like I, I met him there, and I submitted all the art, and then uh, he had a uh, he put something else out on on Instagram, which was uh, that they wanted to be able to start uh, showing representations of the trans community in El Paso. And, and I already his, had, yeah, in his magazine. Yeah. yeah. And so I, uh, and I already had some of that work, you know, cause I had been, uh, I did some photos of my friend China. And uh, so I was like, well, cool. And she was cool with it too. Like, you know, China's a, an, an activist and an advocate. And so uh, she was like, yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, I want to help the trans community. So through representation. So, so that's how I met Carlos and, uh, and then too, so that's how I got connected right here. On. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and so uh, you know, in, in viewing his artwork, I wanted I wanted to transition from you know from doing one you know art show to another you know maybe bi quarterly or quarterly you know maybe three four maybe four a year, and uh, and we pulled that off. You know, I got yeah. and, and but in in a different way in that. Some of the events we've had here have been more like fundraisers. It's been mm-hmm. different variations of it, that, but they all include uh, art to an extent. Yeah. And uh, this is another pure art show. The previous one was with uh, Jason Brewer, and and um, we did that back on Mar- March 26th or 27th, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 so that was. Um, what was the title? Dispatches from, from the Southwest. From, uh, migrations. migrations yeah. Dispatches from the Southwest. That was a phenomenal show, you know. Jason really is a, you know, a, a phenomenal artist, and 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 I wanted to take that energy and 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 find some somebody that 
I would myself discover too, you know, not not just follow who you know who brings in the crowds or who's trendy within the art world or or even trying to get a pretense or a metric on that, you know. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna go stick to what I know, who I know. I'll I'll work at just being that, you know, and focusing on that. And 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 it was a natural through Carlos and through meeting you and talking to you. And I saw the art and we talked about it. So I said, let's do a let's do a show here. Let's right. let, let's let's figure out a, a date and let's take it serious. And let's uh, yeah. let's do some you know some content creation promotion that way I can work up my mechanism and my muscle, you know internally so I can you know the, the creative focus of it and and uh, you know we met up a few times and you already had plenty of work right, to yeah. you know to yeah. fill up. The well, space. what were some yeah. of your first thoughts? You know, when he approached you like about a show, uh, <laughs> like doing well, one here. Oh yeah, man. I guess it was just like oh. Shit, I got to do some work now. <laughs> that was my initial thought, right? Yeah, like, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. let's go. Let's get this started, right? So so I actually did that. I got to work right away because, um, you know, like, um, I wanted to be able to, you know, have something special for the show, which which was um, the... Uh, the the one that's called La Guerra, which is a, a portrait of Eli Garra. So she's one of my favorite, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, musicians from Mexico, and and um, I did that. So they're the big three, the big pieces that are in there. So it's La Guerra, um, the Selena piece, and then the la, the uh, Alma Fronteriza piece too. Those oh, yeah. so those three pieces were made specifically for this show. So like that's that was my initial thought was gets work <laughs> you know because i because i know that pastel portrait short portrait you know to do pastel portraits takes a long time and yeah. you know and, and, and then i'm have other things i have to do too you know i have like to survive and make money so you know, i have to go to work and all this other stuff so it was just kind of like just focus though like just try to stay as focused as you can to do that you well, know you got so, it and, done. and what was cool yeah. about it was when i i went to his 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 studio and uh you know which is in his apartment at up uh, by the mountain yeah. on beautiful beautiful part of el paso that's always been like classic i talked to don and bobby his wife about it and that was a prime location when they first got here you know 60 years ago you know 64 years ago and uh and it still remains that in that it's a you know the perfect combination of of you know of of different classes and you know within the same street and and, and it's got a nice texture anyways i go to the studio and 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 i saw his work and I, I immediately thought of this is going to be great footage to shoot. You know, for me, I'm thinking as a filmmaker, like what kind of visual dynamic or story can I can I create that's going to supplement and really create uh, a, a, a reaction from from people that watch this, so that you are able to combine components of 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 charging for an art show for one you know i thought maybe that was going to be a you know i'm gonna shoot myself in the foot with that you know because mm -hmm. who the fuck pays for an art show right <laughs> and 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 so we figured and you jose witnessed the what the the you know the realities of of dealing with real you know business and and mm -hmm. the back and forths and how do you what do you compromise what do you learn from what do you you know what advantages can you yeah. you know elicit and what's and the, what's the balance exactly yeah. exactly yeah. and so we brought an extravaganza of, of uh, you know, it's a pretty dramatic word, but I think it's definitely appropriate if you came to the show. <laughs> I think you you saw the fact that Los Actores with mm -hmm. David Mills and, and Hector Serrano, who who used to, you know, write and produce uh, Viva el Paso at the McCallican Amphitheater, man. That, that was great. You know, it was a big show. And he's such a prolific writer that he writes a lot of his own pieces. And I'm thinking, this guy is like underestimated you know as a writer at least from from at least maybe it's me that underestimated or doesn't know but i always see his originality and his sensibility of dialogue in two languages is pretty pretty exquisite you know and so yeah. they, they kicked ass with the theater and then we had richie and carlos fidel do you know endangered yeah. language you know and yeah and, that, that was probably my favorite part of the night man right like, yeah like, well i don't know it was, it was a toss-up between them and then drag queens you know but i love both of them yeah. so much equally you know what well, I mean? Energy. yeah like yeah. It, it's that energy yeah and, and but don't get me wrong like everything was amazing right like just seeing the uh like la llorona right oh, damn that, that was that was like it was so strong her, man oh my yeah. God. everybody we had uh sunland so, so winery and bistro yeah you don't have their food there and support us we had 
uh, champagne villain, you know, be there present and sell yes. their product, and everybody loved it. Every, I mean, at least on the surface and the intrigue. So, so if you were there, you know. Yeah. If you're and, listening right now, a lot of you guys are listening right now. We're probably there. Um, probably a lot of you guys who couldn't make it, so we're filling you in yeah. on all the goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was like so much. Actually, one thing that I think a lot of people do want to know though is about is about the naming <laughs> of the show. How did we come about? Oh, okay. To, <laughs> right. to that because I like I like the title subtitle format right it uh, seems to kind of work which came first subtitle and like again the so the emphasis behind that I, I, i'm actually kind of happy that you you asked that question because um really I, I when valentin approached me about doing this i was like yeah absolutely you know but i also kind of saw like you know he's valentin is the one who is coordinating all of this too because like he got the music together and stuff so um so I was listening to his ideas and just like um, trying really hard to um, go with them, you know, because if, if somebody is uh, offering you the uh, the ability to bring your work out, then you need to uh, take guidance and lead and, and, and whenever it's possible. Right. Right. So I wanted to, you know, he says, I like the idea of Chicano kind of uh, art. And, um, and and then he also approached me about um rivers of migration and rivers of uh, like you you were throwing out a lot of um ideas to me right about mm-hmm. um the conversations you have with los actores and everything and so and with don and yeah and, and yeah just doodling <clears throat> no notepad to see like what, right so yeah. so so really that the ideas were coming from valentina about how to name it right but then he kind of was like so what do you think about it and i would just kind of play around <laughs> the ideas and, and so i said well and he and I think we were maybe looking for different ways to say Chicano existentialisms. <laughs> so I was like, well, why don't we just say Chicano existentialisms? You know what I mean? Like that's it. And then, um, and then I added the S too. You know, because I wanted to, uh, you know, not not make it just about like one, my yeah. existentialism isms or whatever you know but but about all the performers that night too like their yeah. existentialisms That's you know because really important <laughs> yeah. to, to to note actually yeah uh-huh. uh, adding that plural plurality yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. That, that was yeah. a, that was the thing with uh you know with uh with the title is that every title every show that we've had you know we has had uh an engaging title and because as a as a writer you know i'll, I'll about to say it like that, you know, as a as a writer, I think that, you know, I'm looking for ways to to, um, you know, to to challenge what, what I'm doing in terms of marketing as well. So how do you create an imprint in in a vastly, overly, consistently saturated market that is social media, and you know is so, you know, on the impulse of thought. You know, how do you how do you you know etch something in stone that's gonna you know bring people out that you know because ultimately it's all a test. You know, I I, I still stick to the you know the focus of power of the past is content creation. You know, that's yeah. uh, that's since day one before I did the visionary show. You know, three years ago that put us on the map within within the within their network. And it's a very cool network, very respected, very broad El Paso and Juarez network. And and so ever since then it was a So shout out to Los Visionarios. Vis- 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 shout out to homies, man. Got a little bit of Anx's work out there too, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Your, your, your sister was a was a big fan of him. A lot yeah. of a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people we used to Walmart with this guy, you know. Hey, yeah, no, yeah, it's like funny, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, I I told my sister the day I um, when you introduced us, you know, uh, professionally, I guess, and I just sent my sister a text. So she was super excited to know that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he's got some fans, man. So that that you know, like yeah, that's yeah, cool, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's kind of the thing with your art, right? It's iconography, <laughs> and and we we're talking about that earlier. Like what you know, and like what what are the things that. You know what? 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 Pop cultural things, mm-hmm. you know, are a part of your life, and how influenced are you by them? And I, a lot of that is a, yeah. is the foundation of your work. And yeah, and so and, and, yeah. The, and El Paso seems, and the, this region seems to have not just El Paso, but you know, the region as a whole, the tri-state region. You know, is it seems to have this this charisma, this cultural charisma that manifests itself within different mediums and platforms and and people and styles. But it's cons- what's consistent is the quality of talent 
mm-hmm. and and uh, and the and the iconography behind that and representation of that and and I think that's what makes perfect sense is that with the title I was going back I'm thinking river or something that's Chicano I wanted to have some <laughs> certain motifs even my even with my book you know even with the dry riverbed of 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 the Rio Grande you know and it's not so grande it's it evaporated so how do you play a, a, a spoof off or not a spoof but a satire off of what's going on in the in the current political climate <clears throat> and and not not use it as a as a cliche but rather as an inciting incident so to speak you know something that's gonna that's gonna leave an imprint and 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 bring an audience and it's a recognizable motif and and so I thought the river of love and it was actually Don that kind of phrased it that way oh, okay and that's when I texted you <laughs> what do you think about this and you were all like yeah you know that's great yeah, that's, you know? Great. that's great mm. you know at the same time when we we think of the river I, I also think back like to beginning of civilization in Africa, the first rivers, Tigris, Euphrates, mm-hmm. and really allowing us to to grow as humans and the beginnings of culture. Uh, I think of uh, Langston Hughes, Ooh. my soul has grown deep like rivers. And so it kind of attaches in that kind of like mm-hmm. history as well to me mm-hmm. when I think of it. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. But of course, placed yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, well, like, <clears throat> you know, and, and kind of how, um, you know, rivers are fluid and, and you know, um, and we have a river that runs through, you know, uh, the U.S. and and Mexico, which is you know the Rio Grande, you know, and so <clears throat> that was, um, so yeah, it made a lot of sense to use it. So yeah, I, I was I was cool. Right on, man. <laughs> so um, for this show, you had mentioned the three particular pieces you had come up with. Oh, yeah. Tell us about like like a lot of your work. <laughs> you know, Valentin was mentioning the term iconography, but since this is obviously audio-oriented and you guys can't really visualize it, tell us a little bit about how you decide to choose the subjects of your pieces. So I guess I have to be somewhat inspired by the the, the person themselves, you know. Um, if it's like a celebrity that I might be doing or a, a public figure, I guess. But um, so I have to be inspired by their work, you know, their music, their some of the work that they do um, as a uh, public figure, you know, like mm-hmm. if they're doing some type of social justice work or um, that kind of stuff. And then, um, well, I guess that that's basically it. You know, if it's if it's a piece that I'm doing that's obviously <clears throat> inspired by a specific person. So, mm-hmm. um, but so there was another piece I did uh, earlier this year which is the one that's called Cicatrices it's the one with the women with like the um, the very kind of traditional indigenous um, top with the long white dress on and there's a little boy behind her and she's floating like on a moon yeah um, that was you know like those are different pieces that just kind of come from imagination and i still use reference pieces you know re- reference people you know i, I right. <laughs> i'll ask a friend hey can you post for me or whatever so um but i guess to answer your question is uh i just choose people who i feel like do good work you know in, in the sense of uh, i can feel kind of connected to whatever kind of artistry that they're doing uh <clears throat> so whether it's through music or through um you know, if it's written or through dance or whatever, I'm really inspired by by dance, and I try to capture that in my photography. You know, um, and um, so that that that's basically it, uh, I guess. Is I mean, you know, like if if I were to give you an example of some like a specific one, I would like you to say. Yeah. Um, uh, the easiest one would be like to say Selena, you know, and to kind of sure. uh, inspired by the, um, you know, the work ethic that I, that I would assume somebody that young would have to to garner so much attention, uh, even before death, you know what I mean? And then you right. know, like to, I, and again, you know, it does go back to like the the Chicano Chicana thing, you know, somebody who when I was growing up that I could look up to because I did, you know, so I, I, I got to see Selena in concert. I shook her hand, you know, so I was a fan before she died, you know, and so, right. and so, you know, like, it's just kind of like stories I find inspiring, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it sounds kind of cheesy, but it, it really kind of comes down to that. It's good though, man. You want to surround yourself. <laughs> yeah. <with that. laughs> yeah. So that's how I pick them. 
mm-hmm. style and stylistic, stylistically speaking, Jose, what are, you know, what's your, uh, you know, pastel and yeah. what, what's your, you know, some of your influences or if any, you know, what, 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 you know, what inspires you stylistically? Or who has? Who has expi- who has uh, inspired me? Has that inspired me? Who <laughs> <laughs> inspired you? You're inspired right now. Who, uh, man, no, you're what, what happened during no, this break? We come back all like stumbling. <laughs> so who inspires me? Um, other artists. So I'm a big fan of George Yepes. Do you know who he is? Out of San Antonio? No, Yepes. I think he's from California, you know. But he was, George Yepes was in San Antonio like 15 years ago. And and uh, you know he he did a lot of I, I know exactly who he mm. is yeah he's in California now oh, okay. and he's been there for a while but he was I first heard of him in San Antonio like 15 years ago mm. yeah something like that well so like uh, I've I've well I've I've always kind of enjoyed his work uh, when I was younger and and again you know how we get inspired by music and pop culture and all this other stuff you know um, when I was super young like in probably um, elementary school i guess you know my uh, older brother bought the uh, los lobos album it's called um, la pistola el corazon Ooh. and the cover of that george yepes did that right and it's the it's really a kind of iconic image of I'm sure if, if you looked at it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that image. So, you know, if you're listening to this, look up George Yepes, look up La Pistola del Corazon. And it's that iconic image of like two um, calaveras. One has a, a gun and the other one has a, a, the heart like painted on them, you know, and they're looking at each other. And it's a couple, like the, the man has the gun and the woman has the heart. And I guess, you know, maybe uh, if you wanted to look at that critically, you know, there might be a lot of things that could people could um, point out. But uh, I think it's a really beautiful image. And um, <clears throat> so, uh, so George Yepes is, I really like his work. And um, like as a pastel artist, I really don't know any, many pastel artists, you know. Um, well, don't you have to be pastel artists. Yeah, you know, I'm, but I, I mean. I asked why pastel? Like, why pastel? Well, it, it kind of comes down to, um, I used to be, I used to do a lot of charcoal work, right? And, um, and I'm colorblind, so. Wow. That was one of the reasons why I did charcoals because it's black and white. It's very easy to kind of <laughs> see the different colors, right? And so, I, I um, so my friend Cindy from Colorado um, told me she's like, "Why don't you try pastels? Because it's the same kind of uh, uh, texture as um, it's just like a lot of similar methods, you know, of, of how you would do a pastel portrait as how you could do a pastel portrait because." Uh, Excuse me, charcoal, oh, charcoal yeah. and pastel, you know, and so uh, they're they're similar, and uh, and I was always just kind of hesitant of using color because of my color blindness, <clears throat> and so, um, but I did it and uh, it worked. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it sure has, man. Yeah, you know, but it it was, but it I had to kind of manipulate the image a little bit. For me to really get a, a good kind of um, contrast, right? Because <clears throat> some some colors do blend in to each other. As that you know, I, I go to the optometrist and they're like, "You're colorblind." I'm like, "I know that." <coughs> like, you don't have to charge me for that. I already know this, <laughs> you know. And so um, that um, I don't know. I just kind of fell in love with it. I guess you know, with pastel. <clears throat> Yeah, just as a, as a medium to... Re- and have, have you experimented with other, other kind of... <coughs> yeah, I've, I've experimented with, with, with a lot of different things. Um, yeah. With uh, acrylics, <clears throat> mixing acrylics and pastels. I've... Um, so, so, yeah, it was just kind of, you know, there's certain methods you use for charcoal to, to shade and to... Um, to blend and and I just was able to transfer that into pastels and uh, but uh, but I have used a lot of different I've used acrylics oils, um, photography you know as, course, as a yeah. form of art and um, yeah so yeah I, I try to you know I try to mix it up a little bit a whole lot actually you know so and uh, <clears throat> I've worked with uh, like doing stuff on paper mache and stuff like that. I don't do paper mache, but like one of the skulls I did was, and, and I I got to paint that. And that was you know, 
so I like to collaborate in that sense too, you know, like um working on different um surfaces and yeah that's yeah. one of your collabs that you had here the the big red skull uh-huh. that you painted on yeah with my cousin cool. <laughs> he, he did the paper mache the one that i met when which one did you meet the real estate no 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 no, no, wow, no, no, no. real estate in denver and then he also does paper mache <laughs> no no no. this is my cousin here from el paso he lives uh, in lower valley <laughs> but yeah so he makes these amazing like vignettas you know and so like uh so yeah like it was it was a uh, so i he gave me that that skull and I painted it, but he did an awesome job. So oh, he did. It's a great piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really added too. We added we added it to the corner there, the no pasa nada corner. Yeah. <laughs> and in a way, um, a lot of previous art shows become part of the building, and and so it's cool. To, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Experience yeah. that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. And and that was cool because I gave him the option, you know, that we can cover them up and make it all you, mm-hmm. but. You chose to, you know, keep them up because it's part of the, the space, and, yeah. and you know, and it was complimentary. It was, it was still a one man show. It was you, but it was within, yeah. you know, within you know this space that it has its own, its own life and its own kind of, uh, you know, yeah, uh, you know, a composition, so mm. to speak. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just for the sake of time, we did actually earlier open this up to any any friends any fans mm-hmm. yes. to submit questions and so we'll take this opportunity to just uh, give you a chance to answer some of them live or online that yes. way so they can see what's up you know yeah, we have about so. about five or six let's see how long it takes because some of them are really good questions some are also just you know wanting to sh- send appreciation yes but uh so to kind of kick <coughs> things off since we were just talking about you know your subjects and, and yes. the iconography of it all, yes. our friend Yvonne said, you know, she says, tell tell her about tell us about Alicia Keys. Yes, so Alicia Keys is part of um, a larger series of um, uh, female pop icons that I've done, and um, like I was saying before, like there's uh, I find a lot of inspiration and in some of the stuff that Alicia Keys does, you know, and. Um, as an artist, I, I, I love her music, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> I have some good memories to her music, and um, and I like the fact that, you know, she stands for different causes, you know, like, just, you know, I'm not going to wear makeup anymore, because that's her new thing now, right? Like, at least she, she, doesn't, she doesn't use makeup anymore, and uh, it's a good message to send out, you right, know? Right. I mean, like, you know, I've worked with... Uh, college students and i know like how messaging to younger people works you know, like that so i'm cool with that you know and cool. and um <clears throat> and like i said i like her music man like you know i grew up on on r&b and hip-hop so <laughs> so like to yeah. me like you know like I, I think she encompasses a lot and you know and and um <clears throat> and i know that uh just kind of following certain careers and stuff like that you know that she didn't come up with she didn't wasn't raised with a lot of privilege and so to be able to do something with that is amazing you know so that's why. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's why Alicia Keys. Keys. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for opening that, Yvonne. And also, yes, thank you know, you, Yvonne. Uh, so that's actually in a pretty interesting series. I noticed that they all have like these these character, <laughs> these icons, these the celebrities, <laughs> and then uh, the colorful backgrounds. Mm. Um, mm. Do, how do you see them fitting all together as a as a collective as a group? Well, you know. Um, I, I would like to continue working on it. You know, it's just kind of a matter of time because I do kind of work slowly. But um, uh, I don't know, just kind of like a, a series of, of, you know, really um, empowered female, um, you know, people who were able to just kind of break a lot of glass ceilings. You know what I mean? And so yeah. <clears throat> part of my, my my training when I was in graduate school was in, in feminist research methods. So, you know, and, and, and I was mentored by a lot of women so i i kind of always that's always been kind of a go-to uh as in in terms of what i'm thinking about what inspires me and stuff is like that feminine um empowerment i guess you know and um i uh you know and it's shifting now like you know i'm trying i'm starting to get inspiration elsewhere and then you know being much more open about my sexuality now because you know like you grew up chicano and we know how that is you know (laughs) and so um so i'm I'm finding inspiration in that too you know which i think people are starting to take notice and then you know and and (laughs) for better for worse you know like um Hmm. it's it's you know uh, i guess some people are taking note of it and and people who maybe have not known that about me you know because you know, when I was a professional, I was like, you know, you keep work and life oh, and yeah. privacy separate, you know. And so I think it's been kind of like, a, oh, 
we didn't know that we didn't realize that <laughs> you know and so um so there's a lot of uh liberating liberation and and some of the switches that I'm going to in my art too are the, the things that I find inspiration in. So, you know, but, but even like that though, you know, I still like with, um, like this piece, uh, El Rey, <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, there's, there's, uh, it's, uh, it's male, you know, and, and, and it's, um, you know, it's very specific, you know, to, to, uh, the references of our, uh, the indigenous culture and, and, you know, finding inspiration that as well now. You yeah, know, yeah, like an indi indigeneity. <laughs> so that's, Whoa. Yeah. that's a great word, man. Yeah. It's the yeah. word of the day for the podcast. Indigeneity. indigeneity. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yes, absolutely. Rich. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is really important. So you kind of touched on on a lot of issues because I did want to ask you guys, ask you how community. Mm -hmm. yeah, communities you're involved with and also the kind of the community work you do involve like influences your work but you pretty much hit on that very nicely mm. you know and I, I think also it touches nicely on on the title right this river of love it's just yeah. again this fluid changing yeah. thing and <clears throat> expressing yourself yeah you know so um so the community work i've, I've been able to do since i've uh, been in el paso has been um well, we know working with uh, Duranguito and then, you know, trying to preserve historic neighborhoods and, and um, coming from a criminal justice background, you know, and uh, uh, that's what my master's is. In, and so and, and also my experience in Denver, too, was very influential in how I understand community. I worked in, in Denver's historic five points area. Mm -hmm. And that is a. Uh, uh, a historic uh, black neighborhood, you know, and so <clears throat> I learned a lot about gentrification, especially now because I still stay in touch with a lot of my friends from Denver. And, you know, ever since uh, cannabis has been legal, uh, everything in Denver is gentrified these days, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things people don't talk about. <laughs> right. Them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, <clears throat> and so, um, but I, I was really um, just... Uh, I had the privilege of of being in that neighborhood before it was gentrified, you know, and seeing how the beauty of it, man, like of, you know, uh, really learning about um, what it could be like to grow up black and, and, and you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and the inner city and, and just kind of learning about that experience, you know, not saying that I, I'm an expert on it or anything, but just mm -hmm. being in it, you know, was, was very... Um, um, I grew a lot there, you know, and so, and then I know that when I moved out of Denver and, and cannabis became legal, like, <clears throat> you know, um, just seeing how gentrification can really, um, you know, there's so many arguments pro and, and against it and, you know, and, and um, so to make a long story short, you know, I, I believe that economic prosperity can come in in different ways and maybe not in the ways that um <laughs> that um people with power might um see it you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so i just think that um there are other ways to bring uh economic prosperity to, pe to the people of el paso without um <laughs> Um, having to put our culture or history, um, erasing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so that inspires the work that I do in Duranguito, right? So that comes from a very kind of, uh, from my own experiences up as a young professional, you know, working in, um, nonprofits in Denver and, um, the work that I did in, in, at NMSU and, and, uh, and my, what I studied, you know, <laughs> for my master's degree is just, it's all of that put into use, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. doing something with that with that training and with that experience <clears throat> that all comes together yeah man. yeah yeah you know so so you know and, and and just because you know like uh we have to help our community too you know so <laughs> it's an important part you know yeah. sometimes i think you have to ask what what is your art doing you know what mm -hmm. is the you know how is it connected to, com to the community and um, kind of that kind of connects to one of these questions I saw somebody else ask. Mm, okay, uh, vegan Brit. Yes. Okay. Asks, um, <clears throat> what do you hope your art brings to others? It's kind of connected mm. to what we're talking about, but uh -huh. see what you can come out of that. Well, I would say, like you know, for instance, <clears throat> um, the piece I did, the Alma Fronteriza, is um, I think that um, it really is a tribute to El Paso. Right. And, um, 
if you look at it, it has um, a woman's face kind of with this kind of nebula and this kind of cosmic hair, you know, yeah. and at the bottom of it, there's some mountains and I put a, a star on the mountain, you know, because of the star on the mountain, right? <laughs> and um, I, I, you know, like coming here and, and you know, being a, an artist who... Um, has an outsider's perspective, you know, like, because uh, I'm not, I wasn't born and raised here. I, I've spent a lot of time in El Paso throughout my life, you know, with family. And, but it, it is different when you're not, you know, when you didn't go to high school here. You oh, know, yeah. You know what I mean? Which is also like a very popular thing for people to, to know for some reason, like, yeah, what high school did you go, go to? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah, because you, you learn a lot about that person, right? Because you learn about where they come from, like what, where they grew up. And, you know, like if you, it's interesting, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said about that. But, you know, um, here specifically, uh, so I saw a lot of, of star on the mountain art and, at first I was like, well, like, it's a, it's a big kind of, um, inspiration. And then, and so I, so I was very kind of, um, hesitant to do something like that, right. you know? And, and, um, <clears throat> and so I thought about it and I, I was like, well, I, and I started doing that piece. Um, it, that particular piece, that, that piece of paper that I started with, started as a completely different piece that I started about oh. a year and a half ago, <laughs> you know, and it was a piece that I, I took a, a picture downtown, um, with, um, you know, the stuff that you see downtown, like the people, like the music, musicians and all stuff. And I was going to start painting that, but I, um, I don't know, man. Like I, I just felt the need to start doing something different. So I, I, you know, again, I, I saw this, um, actress this transgender actress from this uh series called pose and her name's india moore and she's kind of like an activist and so i started just kind of uh painting her face a little bit and uh i just kind of let the piece go grow as it on its own you know and i started yeah. putting like the the cosmos in the back or like <clears throat> in her hair and then i was like well how am i going to finish this you know and so it wasn't planned. It wasn't a planned piece at all. So it just kind of mm. came together, you know, and uh, and uh, doing the star in the mountain was just kind of like, ah, oh, you know, everything came together because it it also happened to be, you know, just uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, right after the, the shooting and stuff, you know, mm. and just kind of like reflecting on, you know. <clears throat> being here and, and being in El Paso and, and being like part of the community now and, and you know, um, like, you know, I, I love this place. I really do. Like, I think this is home for me now. You know, I, I don't see myself leaving El Paso. And so that's kind of like where that, that piece came from. You know what I mean? So, wow. um, but yeah, so, so, um, so I hope that, you know, to answer <clears throat> Vegan Brit's question, um, I hope that my art can be, you can find some connection in it. I hope that, you know, that it can, um, make you question stuff, you know, because you see this beautiful, like, you know, trans women know that it's a beautiful trans woman and that that's okay. You know, like, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, <laughs> so if it could connect with people do that way, absolutely. And, it, and if you just like it because it looks good to you, even better. You do, know you, I mean? do you tag, like when you, when you paint people, do you tag them? Like when you post their stuff? Yeah, online, I so tried to. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's funny, uh, I, I <laughs> you know, um, hey, any kind of PR you can get is amazing, right? So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I've had uh, one person actually, no, two people, two people have uh, uh, acknowledged it, you know, like, uh, so one of them is P.P. Arnold, who is this, um, she's actually the first pastel piece I ever did and it came out cool it's it's the one here it's called it's titled PP Arnold you know yeah. <laughs> and uh <clears throat> it um is she's a, a like this uh, R&B singer from the like late 60s early 70s and expatriate and <clears throat> expat right of the US and then she moved to like the UK and had this amazing career in the UK and uh, kind of like that girl group sound like the Ronettes you know yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so she had all these hits in the UK and I don't, I don't think anything really ever sparked in the U S you know? And so, um, 
I heard her music and she uh, she did the song the first cut is the deepest you know oh, uh, yeah. yeah that Cheryl Crow does but she did like the original version and it's really cool man so go check it out check that song out but she found it and like she like reposted it on her web or her Instagram and that's stuff awesome. so, yeah oh, yeah nice. so that was kind of cool <laughs> and then uh, <clears throat> I did a a, a a Black Panther drag queen that she mm. was this uh drag queen from rupaul's drag race oh, <laughs> and she found it and she she liked it too so so you know like i yeah i do try to do that but you know um there's a <coughs> gary v would say dm them you know yeah <laughs> send, send DM yeah you know but like like i can't imagine though like you know somebody like say like Alicia Keys or, or Shakira, like really, you know, they, I'm sure like there's tons I mean, of people who just, just uh, <laughs> man, we're gonna tag them on this podcast. Yeah, again. tag them, yeah. Send them DM, you know. Erica Badu, Eliera. Oh man, why not? Yeah. Why not? You know, we're all on the same planet, right? So first, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. We're all in outer space together. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think many can agree that you have a great taste. You know, looking ah, at the so. at the celebrities, the singers that yeah. you have in your art. Um, Thank you. I know uh, we'll start closing up soon. There's okay. two more questions, mm. and they're kind of more technical related, but oh, yes. they are even That's even true. again just what you were just saying. Like, yeah. you know, I know someone had asked, "What is the process from?" Choosing an image from one of your photographs and and turning it into a, a pastel or to one of your paintings. Um, well, it depends, you know. Like, there's um, what's the process? <laughs> well, yeah. like, what was the technique? Like the technique question, right? Or what was... okay, so one also wanted to know about uh, the rubbing technique they <clears throat> use for pastels. Well, let me answer that one first because I'm still thinking about the other one. <laughs> All right, so. Um, the rubbing techniques is is um, it's a layering process. So um, uh, a lot of the blending, I wouldn't call it rubbing because if you rub it, you're gonna um, if you rub pastels the wrong way, you could uh, tear the paper or whatever, mm. you know. But I would call it more of a blending. And I use, um, <clears throat> believe it or not, I use napkins, and I'll get, you know, I'll, I'll go get a napkin from the kitchen, I'll roll it up. <laughs> you know, oh. and, and and it's actually very similar to probably the way somebody would apply makeup on their face, you know, like just kind of strokes, you know, at it. Yeah, you know. And, wow, and, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good technique there. Yeah, good tip. yeah, yeah. So I guess that's the best way to describe it, you know, but you can buy tools, like you could buy little paper rubs that you, they sell at the art store. I use some of those for some of the details, you know, like for the fine details. Yeah. But like, if it's like just shading or whatever, I, I'll even use my finger. I actually probably use my finger more than anything, like more than any type of cloth or um, paper product. Right on. Yeah, you still yeah. got to enjoy that too, you know? The, like, the, just, I mean, the grit. Getting on in, diving into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It's, it's a messy art. Um, past, Pastels. Pastel art, yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm getting over a cold and I, I, I have a, a cough drop so I'm sorry I just kind of crushed it and tried to speak at the same time <laughs> I'm so, killing it so um, <clears throat> so that's that's pretty much my technique you know and, and the other one is about the photography um, how do I select what I'm going to use for my photography or for like an art piece I guess is the question right mm -hmm. um, well I, I you know I I for my photography, I'm always kind of focused on the lighting and um, how it works with the, the subject's, you know, uh, features. And um, but really, I guess it, um, sometimes it's very intentional. You know, like um, <clears throat> I have this this piece. It's uh, it's actually in the Las Cruces uh, Cultural Center. It's called the Brannigan Cultural Center right now, <clears throat> and. Um, it was my my friend Josh. I was like, "Hey, I have a like just that." Those are more kind of visionary, I guess you could say. Where <clears throat> where I ask people like, "I need you to pose exactly like this because this mm. is what I'm seeing in my head, and this is how I'm going to turn it into an art piece," you know. And so, so like with that piece with my friend Josh, um, <clears throat> I I was just kind of thinking like, what would it be like to, you know, have um, to be a young Chicano? You know what I mean? And it, it's, it's kind of a shame that it's not a shame because it's 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 being exhibited somewhere else right yeah but that would have been a really good it. piece to have here you know like to be a young chicano like and and 
thinking about <clears throat> what it is to be a young um, man of color yeah. <clears throat> today. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And with with specifically with the like the rhetoric that we hear like in the news and you know like our um, stupid president or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like and and to you know like what what's it like to how do we get away from all this and how do we heal from all of this right like and so um so i was just kind of thinking like how do i portray that in in a pastel piece you know and and it was kind of so i want him to kind of just be laying down there and and just kind of like you know like you're under a tree and you're just kind of looking at the stars or whatever right you know like so that's kind of that's kind of what the piece looks. The nice. piece looks like that, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. But just and we can can we find that one on online? Yes, like, yes, 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 for sure. So um, and that's it's currently on, on display in Las Cruces right now at awesome. the Branding and Cultural Center. So um, that that's it's it's some some of it's very intent, like the things that I just kind of come in with my you know the visions that I come in with, I guess you know, and like. Uh, not all the pieces need to be converted into a pastel, you know. I think some of the photography mm-hmm. captures some it speaks of speaks for itself, yeah. Yeah, you know. So so I've used some of my own photography for my own pastels and um and I sometimes I just let the photography speak speak for itself. So for sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Uh so I know we're a little bit out of time. Do you have any last questions that you wanna add in there, Valentine? I just wanna tell you, drive slow, homie. I'm reading the lights right here. Oh yeah, I was like, like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like we spelled homie. Yeah, yeah. Like you're a homie. One of of the things I I wanted to emphasize is that, or not emphasize, just mention is, um, you know, for the space, you know, it means something to something in that. Wanting, as you were talking about earlier, you alluded to, you know, creating an economy, you know, that that Mm -hmm. isn't, you know, what, you know, it's not just one way of generating industry and economy. And I agree. And Mm -hmm. and I think one of the, you know, the the deals with that is how do you make that real and palpable in a place like El Paso and Juarez, you know, where there's so many layers. And and, and I'm glad you asked me that. I'm glad you asked me that because I have my own opinions. So go ahead. (laughs) And so, so you know, for one, you know, yeah, what what are some of the things that one can apply to do that, or not apply, but what you know, what are some of the ways in which you do that? And mm-hmm. and then uh, and I wanted to also just talk about how, you know, pirate the past is an example of that. You mm-hmm. know, in in terms mm-hmm. of, of 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 how you know how to economize mm-hmm. art and content creation that right. isn't that isn't Locally. substantiated mm-hmm. or state sponsored you know right. and and for me uh, that's been yeah. my you know modus operandi by default of going under the mentorship in a sense in the business in the business sense through mm-hmm. Don Shapiro mm-hmm. uh you know and um, NYU accountant and you know of of uh, mm-hmm. you know of of the you know sort of the the pre baby boomer generation and how to apply a vertical growth, and and so a lot of that is also, you know, you have to retrofit and adapt, and it, you know, it's different times change, and how do you, how do you take certain, you know, things that work, and how do you apply new things, and and so mm-hmm. one of the things is I wanted to to uh, to I, I, we bought the uh, Fronterizo art art.com the fronteriso art.com <laughs> right. that's one of the things that is where i want to sell you know mm-hmm. what we were talking about your art you know in terms of how we shoot the material and and talking about the inspirations and behind it in 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 short video formats for the website and that way for me it's a challenge to myself it's like how do i step it up or how do i apply something new in that it provides me with a tool to maybe surprise myself and surprise the artists and that we actually were able to you know create a a micro macro economy you know in-house right here through mm-hmm. through your time and effort and your sensibilities and mm-hmm. and the tenacity of your you know of your work ethic and your technique and mm-hmm. and, and and what richie does as well you know and and he, he mm-hmm. he's you know we've all been learning it's been a sort of a reciprocal yeah. give and take and 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 you know yeah. you learn you know mm-hmm. you things don't always go the way you you plan and, and right. you win some you lose some but mm-hmm. you know for the most part the persistency is what really you know, kind of kicks right. in, and, and you allow that to be, you know, the the muse. But you know, what have, what have been some of the things you've 
the, you know, uh, what are some of your ideas when it, when it comes to that? Well, so <clears throat> I think, you know, and this is just, again, it's a, it's an outsider's perspective, right? And and uh, I'll, I can say that I'm sure some of my opinions aren't popular, you know, and, and I'm okay with that. Like, cause you know, I mean, you gotta have a backbone, but <clears throat> the, what I think is, it would be really um, amazing to see here in El Paso would be uh, like, like a real like <clears throat> bona fide artist district, you know. I don't think we have that yet. Like <clears throat> from what I like living in Denver and seeing like the Santa Fe Art District in Denver, right? Like that is like gallery after gallery you know after gallery. I saw it in uh, Miami when I was there about a year and a half ago at the, uh -huh. at the Wynwood District. Uh -huh. Down there, it's the same thing. Like a few blocks of just right. galleries and and cafes and bars, but primarily galleries and centered around murals right. and pieces all around. Like, right. Wow, that was beautiful. Yeah, you know, like that. Like <clears throat> like I've thought about, you know. Like if we use Duranguito as an example of like what what could happen if an um, arena was not built there, right? Like yeah. what could be there and and to help some economic growth in downtown or whatever, right? <clears throat> like my idea would be like like where El Tiradero is, <laughs> that building like on Paisano and what is it Santa Fe, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like um like the 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 El Paso version of uh, Meow Wolf. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be pretty badass, man, to, like, just have, like, this creative space where some of that... Because if it's, if it's taxpayer-funded, so the, whatever they make goes back into, to, like, you know, programs and stuff like that. That would be amazing, right? You know, and it's, it's not... Like this crazy gentrified, like, you know, people making like $10, um, you know, beers and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's something that could really, you know, help um, the downtown area. You could start some after school projects with that because, you know, Malwolf does a lot of stuff with, with education. You know what I mean? So, but mind you, here's the thing like, Meow Wolf is 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 funded by you know private funding. You know mm -hmm. it, it was right, uh, yeah. uh, you know he's uh, he was a producer on the Game of Thrones and oh, okay. and he's from Santa Fe and he's been there. He's a local and mm -hmm. so he you know he amassed a vast fortune. So he was able to you know have you know like the pragmatics of it is a whole different ball game. You know I, yeah. I, I I think you're on the right track and I think there are if pocket, only our, pockets of that happen. If only our billionaires were willing to do that same thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know and and. I know that they're having a new project up here on on Texas Street by right close to downtown. It's a, uh -huh. the the Lowbrow Palace having all these shows. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. LA and that they have, you know, it's a nice building and four yeah. four stories and okay. and they're gutting that out. They have a crew work on a Juarez set. We call the Jellyfish Collective. It's going to be like interactive, <laughs> oh, okay. you know, like almost like you know dimensional art, right. you know, and it's going to be really cool. But it's I think that's where El Paso can be the real quintessence of of. Um, of you know private meets public in in a, in a realistic way i think it bring generational layers of healing that i think a lot of people need and that's the best case scenario and i think you see pockets of that happening right you know and and, and i think you're you know I, I think i think for me your actions speak louder you know than anything else in terms of what you're creating and mm -hmm. and and how you're generating value off of that this is an extension of value social value what we're doing right now and you're applying that to your to your work and i think you you can you know you're you're creating you know uh, pockets of 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 you know not pockets you're creating you know um you know, art that is worth something, and and I think you you're able to sell that, and I think we can convince different audiences in El Paso that the money is here. You know, I think if you can create the pl the proper platforms to intrigue and entice, and and uh, you have to do that. You know, as artists, you you want to you know evoke and provoke and seduce. You know, so right. I think you're you're on that path. Of a lot of artists here are on that path, and you're right in terms of a district like even. Like the one in uh, Santa Fe, Canyon Road. Mind you, that's been around since, you know, the 1930s, and, uh -huh. you know, but... Oh, I think I think El Paso yeah, yeah. has. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think El Paso has its own potential, the urban potential within this our generation and the and the millennials and and the generation of my nephews and my nieces. Yeah, you know, I think that's what <laughs> Generation Z is, is that what, what they're called. Is, yeah. what is it? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, Generation Z. Yeah. 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 The YouTube generation. <laughs> I know. I know. Dang. What's after Z though? <laughs> 
So those are like toddlers. I have no idea. Hey, <laughs> you go back, you go back. See, no, bad man. generation. Hey, you make it in like two words. One you know, like generation so, one. You know, we're that's uh, gonna be the woke uh, generation, I man. Like these are kids. I don't know. Man. Get into the Greek <laughs> alphabet. I don't know. Yeah, that was so. that was a deviation. My bad. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so so yeah, like uh, I I do like you know I I want to see El uh, Paso grow, you know, and, and I would, you know, want to just let people know that 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 <clears throat> it's a special place for me, and uh, you know, I might be an outsider, but that um, that's not a bad thing, you know. Um, you want, fresh yeah. fresh ideas are good, you know, and 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 um, outsider perspectives are good because they can see like um, you know. Uh, they just come from the different perspective. That's basically what it comes down to, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We need, you know, absolutely. You want people coming in from other parts of the, you know, the right. world, right? You know, whether the world is 200 miles away or 2,000 <laughs> right. miles away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Bring them on in. Yes. Cool, man. <laughs> any any uh, final thoughts going <sighs> forward? Let me think. <clears throat> let me or, or, or clear my like any last <laughs> last shout outs well, as we wrap up. I would just say shout out to everybody who has um you know bought some of my prints, my t shirts, you know, like you are really allowing this kind of uh dream of, of being a full time artist and a full time like uh, educator, you know, coming it's it's slowly coming to fruition and, and you know, like um Thank you, yeah, to, to to everybody who supported me and to to Power at the Pass and to Barrio Panther, to you, Richie, you know, for um, and and to really kind of um, allowing me to realize, like, you know, that this is okay and like the work I'm doing is is you know legitimate and that uh you know that that that's good. That's a good feeling, you know. So I, I I'm really uh, appreciative of that and. Uh, to you know again my friends my family you know everybody who supported me throughout you know my crazy uh um you know like <laughs> psychoses now i'm just kidding you know but like just you know like just like you know like you know when you're an artist and, and you feel um like when you don't have a, a venue for that sometimes you do kind of go a little crazy you know so like right you know so finding my my venues and finding my voices has been really instrumental so you know and, and expect a lot more from me yeah yeah for and, sure and lastly so I'm, i imagine most people listening already know you follow you you know but for those who are tuning in and have, you know wanted to see your work uh where mm-hmm. can they do that how can they follow you online oh, okay oh yeah so um on Instagram, I'm El Adonista, so E-L underscore H-E-D-O-N-I-S-T-A. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Just look through Jose Montoya Art. You'll find it. And then um, I also have a, a website. It's artedemontoya.blog. Um, so that's where they can find me. Um, and um, I'm so uh, eager to share, you know, my experiences and my art and, and you know, the things that I do as an educator, you know, advocate for social justice and uh, young people's leadership and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm happy to share. So, you know, and, and to advocate and to be a representative of La Frontera, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Perfect. Awesome, man. Yeah. And of course, uh, follow Power at the Pass. Yes. Facebook, yes. Instagram, powerattepass.com. Yes. And uh, Radio Panther. Yeah. Radio Panther. That's yes. the homie. Yes. He, w- he would have loved to be on this episode, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, yeah. we couldn't have him on. Yeah. So, but you know, we're going to have him on an episode, actually, because he's getting ready to release Volume 3. Yes. Yes. And uh, your work is featured on the cover. Yeah, it is. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you didn't miss what, that. What, what, what a, um, you know, man, like, somebody pinch me, man. That's how I feel. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pinch. Pinch. Come, yeah. come, come meet us in real life and we'll continue the conversation. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like, let, let's do something. For the the release of Barrio Panther, you know, there you absolutely, go. absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. Yeah. I think yeah. we made the cut, right, Richie? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. 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 I asked Carlos, <laughs> so like, I text him. I'm like, I nervously, I'm like. Did I meet the cut, bro? I'm like, I'm like, even though I've been published, and I'm like, every 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 publication for me is like, you know, dramatic. At least I build it up in my head that way. That way, it, it you know, it feels better or it feels worse. It feels great when you yes. get exce- you know, you get a, a green light, and it feels like shit. Live and die by the sword. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, we'll catch you next you. time. All right. Be on podcast episode 48 with Jose Montoya. Yes. Peace out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>